the fact that we had thousands of people in the streets and quite frankly, there's still people in the streets protesting about racial injustice in America. The fact that all those people are willing to take a stand and sacrifice means that in our workplace, it's up to us to do the same thing. Welcome to Race in the Workplace, a limited series brought to you by the Voices of Energy podcast. This series highlights the best conversations from our engagements with Black energy professionals and leaders on topics around racism in this country and more specifically energy organizations. We have compiled and categorized their insights to serve as a guide for you to implement change in your workplace. I'm Katie Maynard founder and CEO of Ally Energy. I'll now pass it off to fellow Ally staff member, Amy Deaton, who's the MC for this series. Welcome to Race in the Workplace. This episode is titled, A Wake-Up Call for Energy. Why does the energy industry have a history of tiptoeing around social issues? Where do racist inequities exist in energy? And how has the Black Lives Matter movement put pressure on the industry to change? We sat down with Gordy Bannister Jr., former CEO of Era Energy and member of the Dow Board of Directors. Gordy shared his thoughts on why the industry typically takes a more reactive and quiet approach to social issues. Let me put it like this. Over time, we know, particularly in oil and gas, we know that there are some things that we've done that haven't been so great. Think about it when it comes to safety in particular, right? If we make a mistake in safety, things go bang, things go boom, and it's a catastrophe. And so I think because of that, we have made a a really conscious decision to sort of stay out of the spotlight and not push certain social issues or anything. We sort of stick to our knitting, if you will. We sort of keep to ourselves. We made a conscious choice not to be, quote unquote, out there pushing certain agendas. I think climate change And the issues of climate change have fundamentally changed that, where if we don't take a stand, if we don't say where we are, we don't say where we stand, then we're not going to get any respect at all. We still haven't crossed that bridge when it comes to something like race. We don't want to do, you know, the oil and gas industry doesn't want to do that. And, and, And part of that reason, you know, part of the reason we're not out in front is because we're not as consumer facing as some of these other companies are. But I I will tell you, when you look at boards and you look at leadership teams of oil and gas energy companies, and energy could be as far as into renewables and things of that nature, the closer you get to companies like utilities who have real consumers that they have to worry about, the more action you'll see. And that's because consumers will make you do that. Today, I don't think the, the, the oil and gas industry, quite frankly, and particularly those of us in the upstream, we don't have any consumer issues to worry about. And so we're not being pushed by the consumers to be more vocal, to be more responsible. During a later conversation with Gordy, we circled back on this topic and he emphasized the importance for the industry to start changing its tune. It's important for us to ensure that we say to the public and we say to everyone that everybody counts in our business. We're not willing to say to ourselves, there's a certain group of people who we don't wanna have in our industry. Why on earth would we say that when you are battling the Googles and the Amazons and everybody else for talent? Why why on earth would you say that? You, You shouldn't. 
And so it's important for us to take a stand. It's important for us to be out there. And it's important for us to let our employee base know, which consists of Black people, which consists of women, know that we want to have an inclusive environment. And at the end of the day, if we can do that, then our companies will be better. Fundamentally, our companies will be better and the industry will be able to be proud of the the track record that it could create in that space. We got more on this topic from Rodney Williams, lead project manager for National Grid and a proven leader in diversity and inclusion. Rodney shared his insights on how we as individuals can create a sense of urgency within our organizations to take a stand. I think some organizations have been, they've been exposed more recently for what it's really like for some individuals in the workplace. I think there was a time a few weeks ago where there was an actual hashtag for a certain organization exposing some of the things that were going on there. So I think that's, it's worth being aware that that can happen. If it, if it goes wrong, that can happen. And that doesn't help a company's reputation. So having those examples in your back pocket and sort of using them accordingly and, and, and making senior teams aware of the risk of not getting it right and not buying into the inclusion and diversity business case and the moral case around it, that can really get people to think differently. But being outwardly facing about racism in the workplace is not the only thing the industry must change. Paula Glover, the president and CEO of the American Association of Blacks in Energy, explains that there are racist inequities to energy access as well. She notes the importance of the industry to be openly and actively addressing the needs of these underserved communities. A year ago, we had a conference, our conference, and we had um, a gentleman from the American Public Power Association speak and share with us that they had a project where they were trying to bring electricity to 15,000 Navajo families who had never had access to electricity. And I will tell you that when I heard that, first, my heart broke because I could not, it had not even occurred to me that in the United States of America that we had whole communities of people who don't have access to electricity, which means they don't have access to clean water and all the other things that electricity provides. And so I think as an industry, we do, we should be as sensitive as we want to be around about Black communities. And we should, we absolutely should be even more sensitive to Indigenous people. And then we need to be, again, directed. We need to be incredibly thoughtful But we don't do that without the people in those communities. I think the problem is that we, you know, as an industry, we want to solve the problem ourselves without the input of others. And when you do it that way, then the problem actually doesn't get solved. Industry has to work with indigenous communities and people in those communities to understand what the challenges are that they have so that we can then begin to address them in a meaningful way. Now, despite the poor track record of energy, the industry's future looks optimistic. Many organizations are working to change, using listening sessions, DNI programs, and other metrics to create more inclusive workplaces and serve consumers more equitably. Though progress isn't going to be easy, and it takes time. I'll leave you with some final words from Gordy. He offers a unique perspective on how we should view change within our organizations and the industry as a whole. So I think what we have to do is, as individuals, people have to practice the notion of being patiently impatient. So let me describe what I mean by that. Recognizing that this is a big monolithic industry, that this issue has been around for 
centuries, quite frankly, from a U.S. standpoint, at least. We've got to recognize and understand that this isn't going to turn on a dime. It's not going to change overnight. So in that respect, we've got to be patient. However, in the moment, I think it's really important now for people to be impatient. We can't continue to allow things to happen day after day after day after day. So literally in each moment, in each circumstance, it's important for people to take a stand. It's important for people to do things. It's important for people to express their point of view now that we're in this moment. After listening to this episode of Race in the Workplace, we encourage you to take some time to reflect on the following two questions and initiate a conversation with your coworkers or team leaders. First, think about Gordy's idea of being patiently impatient. What are some impatient goals that you or your company could take action on right now? Second, what are some specific ways your company can benefit from a more proactive and outward-facing approach to racial issues? Keep in mind your position within the industry. Maybe you're in an upstream pipeline, downstream power or renewables business. How does this play a role? Thanks for listening to this episode of Race in the Workplace. For more in this series, tune in to the next episode, Less Talk, More Walk, on how companies can boost results from their DNI initiatives. And look out for other new content coming soon. This is The Voices of Energy.